0: sports fans out there hope you're having a great day welcome this is coach EJ the brand and coach Aaron the source
1: everyone welcome welcome today starts off our champions are built series Uh, it's a series that we're going to bring people who have been successful in all aspects of sports and they're just going to share their stories and their experiences and hopefully there'll be some information, some gems of knowledge that will help you guys in your journey. And today, I'd like to introduce uh, one of our guests. It's Andre Ward. He's a uh, world-class athlete, boxer. Uh, I'll say this right now, I'm sorry about the, in- I'm not good with the intro stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, Andre retired with a 32 and O undefeated streak He was the WBA undisputed IBF and WBO light heavyweight champion. Uh, He held the unified WBA super, WBC, ring, and lineal superweight, middleweight titles between 2009-2015. Before that, he was a gold medalist at the 2004 Olympics. I mean, you
2: you can say it,
1: he's done it.
2: And uh,
1: I've had the pleasure of training this 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 gentleman for how, what, seven eight years,
2: yeah,
1: uh, through a lot of his fights, and uh, I think this guy's story is is an amazing one and something that people should hear. And uh, with further ado, uh, Andre Ward, our subject again. Champions are built, Andre. Looking back on your career, what are some of the things that you think might've helped in building you into the champion that you are today?
2: I, mean, I, I First of all, I want to say that was a great, great intro. I haven't had an g- intro like that since I retired, so <laughs> it, it, feels, it feels good to get those every now and again. Um, you know, I, I think a few things that jump out to me is the community, you know, the people you have around you, you know? And I know for me, uh, I didn't have like, you know, a large family, but like my dad, who got me got me in the sport of boxing. I wanted to, you know, follow in his footsteps. I'd heard he fought. I was actually a baseball player before I boxed. And my dad started telling me about, you know, his 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 boxing stories when he was an amateur. And I'm like, man, you box. I wanna box. I wanna do what you do. And then Virgil, who, you know, ended up being my godfather, he was my, my first and only trainer. He came 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 on board maybe a few months later. And those two like helping me outside the ring to stay focused, uh, but also helping me to set goals. You know, like I can remember setting goals to be a national champion uh, as a junior and then being an open senior champion, meaning you turn 17 and now you can face, you know, grown men from all over the country. And that gets you in line to hopefully go for the Olympic trials and then get on the Olympic team. Like after my first year, after I won my first uh, national title, those goals for us were realistic. So I think community is one, like having one person, two people, four people. You got people that are supporting you, that are that are that are pushing in the same direction and trying to help you. People that are honest with you and are willing to tell you the truth. If you're messing up or you're getting off track, I think that's important. But also having goals. You got to be able to see it before you do it, in my opinion. And you got to be able to see it and believe it. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to have detractors or people that, you know, try to project their fears on you. Because I had that, even family members. And I don't think they meant any harm, but it could be discouraging when you hear family members, you know, saying things like, "Why, you know, my dad's name was was Frank. Frank, why you got these boys, me and my brother, in the sport of boxing? What, what are you doing? And then he said, look, man, my son's going to be a champion. And he starts to name off those goals that I just named. And you can just see the looks on on family and just people we knew in the community Uh, I don't know about that. Olympics, he's 10 years old. It's easy for people to project on us fears, uh, limitations that they may have, or because maybe they don't have vision enough to see some of your goals. They can say things inadvertently that can discourage people. And I would just encourage people, find the one person, find the two, two, three, four people, whoever you have to to come around you and help you, to assist you with whatever you're trying to build. But you got to have vision, and you also have to believe it and just beware that there's going to be some people along the way, even family members, that say things sometimes that can get you off track. You got to try to stay focused.
1: That's that's so important. It's it's something that me and EJ have talked about before. And <laughs> it, it's funny because I talk with a lot of young men because, you know, I'm a trainer and everything. And, and those I get close to, one of the things I tell them that's really helped me in my life is, I always say, find three wise men that you can have in your life. And they could be from different walks of life, different levels of success, but find three wise men who can help counsel you, bring perspective, encouragement, something that, you know, where they're not in, they're not invested, not vested in it, and can really give you that advice. And it sounds like you actually just kind of fell into that. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to go out and seek them, but you were lucky enough to have those people in your life. And and you know they help to propel you to where you are in the success yeah. you had. Now, did you ever feel at any point that you ever wanted to to change those people in your life? Because I, I we see it all the time in sports where yes. you have um, it could be close family, it could be you know somebody who's a trainer for you a long time, and and they're not good for the athlete and I mean, you're being you being an advisor to some of the the young and coming up and coming boxers now you're kind of filling that role as well and you know how do you how do you suggest an athlete navigate that sort of thing because some of those relationships are personal
2: yeah you know I, I never felt like thank god that I had to change those two you know my dad and my godfather um those are two pillars in my life but but along the way I've had other individuals that were confidants, people that, that, that were mentors, um, that we either outgrew each other or yeah. the, the relationship no longer made sense. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm a person that loves hard, you know, it's a hard thing to, to distance yourself from individuals or even have the tough conversations to say, hey man, I love you, we're good, but just on this front, you know, we're not gonna do this anymore. For me, Thig, I can't speak for anybody else. You know, you know, I'm a man of faith, so I'm, I'm a praying man. And I try to pray, you know, and I try to really feel what I'm feeling in my, in my heart and in my spirit, man. And if something's not right, I try to explore why it's not right. You know, I got my wife, hey man, what you think about this? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? And for those that don't have a wife, you have somebody in your life. Right. Even if it's one person that you can say, this is what I'm dealing with. I just want to get your outside opinion. And there are going to be times, it's not if, I just think it's when, when you're going to have to make tough decisions. But what's the alternative? Mm -hmm. Staying in a bad relationship or even a family member, keeping them around when you just know when you're in your gut, it's not good, it's not beneficial, we're better off being cousins or or, or nephew and uncle than we are being business partners or for you, You know, here's the thing, all of us have to be careful on who we allow to speak into our life. Mm That's a privilege. It's not It's not a given. And there are people, family, we'll just talk family right now, or even just close friends, that for a season, some people are there for a season, but they're not supposed to finish the journey in the same position that they started in. And I think it's just kind of knowing that. Seek counsel, man, are you seeing and feeling? Yeah, I'm seeing and feeling that too. And then being courageous enough to make that decision. And it doesn't have to be a contentious conversation. You can have a smile and say, man, I love you. but I think I got to move in a different direction. That's going to come you just got to be willing to make that step.
0: I like that. I like that. You know, Aaron, it's it's, it's interesting, Andre. It's, uh, you know, I'm just listening to what you have to say. And, and, and champions are built on the mentality of being strong. Strong, not only physically, but mentally. And you sure. mentioned about this team of people around you. Yeah. You know, it's so critical. And I tell our listeners out there that, hey, listen, this team, aspect you know they talk about sports teams you play the individual sport you box it's still a team game at the end of the day Um, you're just out there creating the strategies that you guys have put in place and uh, I think that's so important what you say about having that group of people uh, around you but the strength that you have to have and the character you have to have to be a champion and making those tough decisions are, are critical and it, it seems like uh, you know you're a man of faith but you have really have that ingrained in you from the beginning where did that start I mean that's interesting to me that you have have that and where did that start from Andre
2: I think it's something that uh, was just cultivated over the years, you know? I'm a person that, you know, I was, was, when I was a kid, people knew me as being quiet, but I was always watching. That's just what, if you tell them, hey man, how was Dre as a kid, man? He was real quiet, but he was always watching. I picked up a lot, I I pick up a lot from just watching people and studying people. It's part of what made me a good boxer, studying opponents, you know, different things like that. But it doesn't just stop there, it's the same thing in life. I mean, me me and Thig talk business all the time. You know, and I sit there and I watch him like, man, I've seen Thig go through some storms, you know, like look at this pandemic and having to like restructure your business plan. I've seen him buy building, sell build. Like I've seen this stuff and I say, hey man, how are you doing this? What about this? And I, and I pull from that, not just the action, but the courage it took to make the decision. And it's the same thing for me throughout my life. I've had periods with my pastor or, you know, verbs, like I said, or other people that God has had in my life where I've just watched and I've learned and I've picked up on things. Other fighters, I'm like, man, I saw you got a lot of heat for the decision you made. I respect the decision. How'd you get through that? Man, it was tough, man. But hey, this is what I did. So I know when my time comes to make a stand, when my time comes to face backlash, hey, man, I talked to this brother and this is how he got through. Man, I'm 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 gonna try to do that too. And, you know, one thing people don't talk about uh, fellas, when we talk about success or being a champion or being successful, you will not be successful in any field of life if you don't have courage. Yeah. Period. Yes. It takes courage to right. buy that building you've been looking at when you know yeah. that, man, if, if the business starts to get a little, little shaky, <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. It takes yep. courage to hire people. Yeah. And it takes courage to fire people. Yeah. It takes courage to put signs up in your gym hey this is what you can do this is what you're not going to do because you inevitably you have somebody call your phone why do we have to do this you know I don't I don't agree with it and they may go down the street but you got to be courageous to say listen this is my vision you're welcome to go down the street but this is what I want to do so it's learning it's picking up on things and being humble enough to do it because it's you know some aren't always humble enough to, to glean from other people but I love pulling from other people Getting that, and then when my time comes to imitate what I've watched and seen, being courageous enough to take that step.
1: Now, that that brings me to something that um, I want to ask you about because one of the things that we've talked about before, and one of the commonalities we've seen in athletes that have been successful for, over the years, is that in my instance, I talk about I've noticed that athletes make that decision early in other words they make that decision that this is what i want what you know you can call it being courageous wanting to be great whatever it is they make that decision early and they don't veer from that when did you make that decision
2: uh i've always been competitive like like i was a kid they used to get in trouble for taking 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 board games and and, you know whatever type of game we played too far and (laughs) and don't let me room don't, let me, I, don't <laughs> let me lose. Don't let me lose. I'm a sore loser. I'm pouting over there in the corner. My face is frowned up. Um, so I've always had the competitiveness. Yeah. But I don't think everything was innate. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke about my dad. I spoke about Verge, my godfather. They so cultivated over the years a mindset and a mentality. And what I mean is we set those goals and... Winning the Nationals was the only thing we talked about, not just going and competing. At a certain point, winning a gold medal was all we talked about. And it wasn't, you know, uh, um, just overconfidence or, or or being arrogant. We set a goal, son, you're going to go here in the 2004 Olympic Games and we're going to get that gold medal. So I, that, that, that mindset just started to be ingrained in me where, hey, man, we set goals, we sacrifice, but this is where we're going to end up. And, hey, if you don't end up there because we don't always meet our goals, at least you can live with yourself to know, man. I gave it everything that I had, so it was—it wasn't just the competitiveness and the drive to take the vision and run with it was in me, but but the actual mindset and, and the the courage to dream and set goals and to go after them with everything that I had—that was cultivating.
0: You know, it's interesting, uh, Aaron, and we say this about you know a lot, and what we always talk about is this mindset, and it, it triggers with champions. There's a certain mindset they have. And it sounds like Andre, you know, is, you know, we're, we're talking about these champions of life, as I always say, instead of champions of just sport, but champions of life. It's a mindset they have. And uh, Andre, Aaron, Andre seems to have this mindset that you and I've talked about all the time, whether we're training athletes or we're just talking about this is a good person in business or hey, check this out over here is that mindset to be the best and keep pressing on and keep pressing on and not taking no for an answer, but to keep on striving to be the best. And that's that mindset that, that you and I talk about a lot. Oh, excellent. Um, we're gonna wrap it up there.
1: I think this was a great, great start. A uh, Couple of key takeaways for me is get those important people around you. Right and, and listen to them. But don't be afraid to let them go when it's not right for you. And and have that ecosystem built. And then also tap into the competitive, you know, juices that are in on you. I'm the same way. I have a switch that flips on as soon as I'm playing <laughs> ping pong or somebody says you can't do that. You yeah. know, people have said, Hey man, I've seen it, I saw a change in your face you know yep. just, just because we talk about you know hey we playing Monopoly be cool yeah. you know? so yeah. um, but I think I think athletes should embrace that because we are in a world where you know well why are you so competitive and you know it's it's you know everyone should win and all that and then I don't know maybe I'm I'm a Neanderthal, you know, or, or uh, I'm a throwback, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> awesome, that that awesome. switch, that switch still works now.
2: Yes, <laughs> you know, yes.
1: right here, and I'm sure you know it does with you, man. You're you're still in the game. You're watching all these guys fight. You know, you hear these stories, but uh, I, I think that's just part of uh, what makes athletes athletes, and and obviously it's part of the makeup of being a champion.
2: EJ. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It doesn't it, it does, it, like it doesn't it, like when I retired, the drive didn't retire. Yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. the competitiveness did, didn't retire. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 in business now full time and like I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I got to I got to go through the same process I went through the sport. I got to be humble. I got to ask questions. I got to learn. I got to study. I got to pay my dues. I got to be courageous. There's times when I don't want to pick up the phone and call somebody and check on, Hey man, I haven't heard from you said you're going to send me those, send me those deal points, but I got to do it. Yeah. Or if I got to press somebody a little bit like, man, Hey, I'm just following back up. I don't really, really want to follow up, but I, I got to do it. Yeah. You know, and I, I just want to end with this, you know, it's one thing to talk about the championship mindset. And I don't want to paint a picture. Like it's always roses and it's always just, I just feel motivated and great. That's not always it. Like, I've had moments, plenty of moments, where I've doubted myself. And I've had moments where I didn't have a champion mindset. And the last time I can remember um, was one of my last losses as an amateur. You know, I was facing a guy named John Revish. Uh, I was 15 years old. I was 14, 15-year-old division. And he was 15 and I was 14. And the way, the way that it was set up in amateur boxing is you have three rings at the national. So we have our our draw we have our, our brackets i know i'm on the opposite side of the bracket so i would fight say at six o'clock and i know john revish is fighting right after me i'm in ring one john revish is in ring two and i'm seeing this this guy just knock people out and i'm like man i just want a decision but he just wanna not he was a you know he he got a knockout and he's also he's a country boy so he's built he's a little bit older and i can remember just he intimidated me just a little bit I wasn't terrified. I was down to fight, but I was like, "Ugh." So, boom, the finals come now. Close fight. I thought I won, but but I know why I lost. Mm -hmm. And I can remember I just let him get to me just this much. And it wasn't anything he did in the ring. He was a good fighter. But I beat myself before I even got to the fight. And I didn't share this with my coaches because that's taboo in boxing. I just dealt with that and fought with that internally leading up to the fight. And I lost the battle ultimately, like internally and then the fight. And I can remember flying home from the next Kansas, curled up in a ball on a Southwest flight. You know, I had the whole road of myself. And I just remember how I felt and looking at my, my family's face and, you know, my coaches faces. And I remember I took that moment and it taught me that, listen, you're human, you're gonna have moments, but everything that's up in my power from this point on, that's never gonna happen again. You're not gonna beat me before you fight me. If you beat me, you're gonna have to earn it. So if you have bad moments, if you have moments where you're not feeling rah rah, and you're not feeling like a champion, and you didn't pick up the phone, you didn't take that job interview, or maybe you did and you tanked, you gotta learn from that. Don't waste that moment, because it doesn't mean you're not a champion, it just means you had a bad moment, pick up the pieces and rebuild and keep on pressing.
1: Oh, I love that, man. Love that. The bad um, moments. I love that. That's that's. We great. all have them. Yeah, you we. Know? You're right. We do, and and that you know coming back from those is what defines us. Yes. Well, yes. 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 And, and learning from those, and you can look back, and that mo- that moment actually helped build you. So, great.
0: Andre Ward. Thank you so much, man, because, bro, I enjoyed listening to you. And I knew that you were, you know, I've, I've seen you hang around Aaron a lot. And I've watched you work out. And I respect you so much as a person. And, and thank you for, for coming on and our part one of our series of yeah. uh, Champions
2: Are Built. So thank you for that. I, pre- I appreciate it, EJ. I appreciate it, Dig, Man, y'all have me back, man. i, lo- I love to do another one.
1: Thanks. EJ, sign us off. Hey, it's Coach EJ, the brand. Coach Aaron, the source. See you later.